Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. Nerds of Wrestling, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. It is I, your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is Gypsy Mac. Gypsy, what is going on? How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, this is very, very long overdue. I knew I asked you like last year, and I <laughs> we were trying to find a date, and we're we were finally able to make the show happen. So thank you again for being able to do this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a while since we've been trying to get this going. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, we finally got it going, and I'm glad you're able to do this. Uh, how how are you doing during this uh, this crazy time that we're living in? I've been pretty good. It's been a crazy year for me. You know, I had my knee injury. I had surgery. So now I'm coming up on the end of everything. So it's, I see the light at the end of the tunnel finally. And that knee injury really kind of took a, uh, a damper in your, in your career for quite some time. How, how were you able to kind of keep such a positive mindset throughout that time? I just tried to reach out on social media and be as active as I could. You know, I knew fans were still interested in what I was doing and how my recovery was going. So luckily that helped me kind of, you know, not be so down and out about it is having that support behind me. But that support was def definitely must have felt really good to have, like a lot of weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, most definitely. Because, you know, like when you're out from an injury, like all you can do is just think and you're just like, oh, what if, you know, I don't come back or, you know, what if this, what if that? But luckily, you know, all my fans really supported me and my family too. That's awesome, and I knew you sold a shit ton of merch. Like, oh, you're selling. Eight. I, I remember, like, every day you were on Facebook. Oh, I'm almost out of eight by tens. Oh, I'm almost out of stickers. Getting them while they last. I'm like, damn. Like, you're doing good. Like, good for you. Like, you don't got to worry about that at all. Uh, before we get to know more about Gypsy Mag, drop those plugs really quick. Where can those nerds find you? So on Instagram, I'm the.gypsy.mac, M-A-C is how you spell my last name. And then I'm on Twitter at just Gypsy Mac. There you go. We will definitely get those plugs again at the end. Uh, how did Gypsy Mac really become Gypsy Mac? So hmm. I've loved wrestling ever since I was a little kid. I grew up watching it with my parents. They took me to go see like Nitro all the time when I was nice. younger. 
yeah, it was super fun. My brothers were into it and I'm the baby. So they're always like, oh, let's get you like in a pedigree or let's try and choke slam <laughs> you. <laughs> so I just always loved it. And I uh, reached out to the person that currently trained me, who is Gino, told you so. I'm sh- You've had him on the show, so you know He's who he is. He's so good. He's great. Shout out to Gino. <laughs> I love Gino to death. That man, that man is awesome. Yeah, he's such a great person. And, you know, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I really want to do this. What can I do? And he pointed me in the direction of a couple of schools. But being a female, a lot of schools didn't want to coach me and didn't want to help me out. So luckily, Gino is an amazing guy. And he was like, you know what? No, he's like, that's not right. So he opened a school and helped me out. So I owe everything to him. That must have been really cool just to, you know, have Gino do that for you when other people are like not nah. uh those other schools you trained at do you do they currently contact you try to book you or um they're not even around <laughs> oh wow really yeah like that. um it's kind of funny because a lot <clears throat> of those schools dismantled over time and they're not running anymore and as far as I know I think there's maybe one other school that runs out of my current area but as far as I know they don't really do shows a lot or anything i haven't heard any traction from them <laughs> well sucks for them huh it sucks yeah for I, them. it does <laughs> <laughs> you said you said you went to uh, nitro as a kid what was that like i never been to a nitro show i've uh, you know i know they're no longer around obviously but i've only been to wwe raw smackdown uh i i, I kind of i'm kind of jealous of those people who go to nitro shows what was that like for your first time you know, the first time, well, the first time that I can remember, I was maybe like five. So I was wow. still a baby. But, you know, I from what I remember, it was just so much fun being there with my family, seeing like all the stars come out that you see on TV. It was just such like, a moment in my life that made me be like, I want to do this. Like, I want to be on that stage. I wanted to be a nitro girl. That is possible. <laughs> no. Oh man. Even even if you are a wrestling fan, it's so cool to go to a wrestling show just to see everything in person. My brother is not a wrestling fan and he says, you know, he would go to Raw if someone gave him like a ticket to go. Like he says it's so cool just to go there in person. Uh growing up, who were some wrestlers you really looked up to? Growing up, I really loved Sting. He was like a big influence from WCW. Um, I loved Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys. I would always try and jump off of stuff. Of course, <laughs> uh, everybody does. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Benoit was another one of my favorites growing up. He's just so good in that ring. That man could do everything. He's nuts. Chris Benoit was a uh, a crazy motherfucker in that ring. Uh, there's so much wrestling going on nowadays. Have you been keeping up with the current product? I've been trying. You know, um, I do like to keep up with promotions that I'm like, I want to work for them. Right. So I try and keep up with those promotions. But as far as like current stuff like AEW and WWE, I don't keep up with current storylines, but I do try and watch as much as I can. Did you watch WrestleMania at all? I did. I watched both nights. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I, a lot of people were saying night one was better than night two. I agree. What were your thoughts? I agree, too. That match, the first match, that threw me for a loop. I wasn't expecting that to happen at all. Which one? On night two? With uh, Orin? Uh, no, night one. I thought McIntyre was going to win. Nah. I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> I thought so. I was like, they're going to give him the crowd. Like, they no. have to. I like, see, see, that's why that's why they didn't. I'm like, everyone is saying that, like, yo, they're gonna get McIntyre to the crowd. I'm like, 
why give why give Lashley the title then? Like that makes no sense. I'm like, no, nah, let Lashley retain, and then he the McIntyre can take it back at SummerSlam. Like let Lashley have this moment. Like McIntyre does not need it at all, and I feel like I feel like a lot of people do agree with that. Yeah, like um, I don't keep up with current storylines, so I have no idea. Like I didn't even know Bobby Lashley was the champion there for a while. <laughs> I still thought McIntyre had it. Oh like, God. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know, no, he lost it to the Miz after he cashed in. I forgot what pay-per-view, but yeah, he lost it to the Miz. But like I said, uh, you know, the McIntyre, this is not the end for McIntyre. It's okay. McIntyre will get that title back. He doesn't need it. Give someone else a turn to have it. Uh, you know who really exceeded my expectations? And I said it on tons of podcasts and I said and I'll say it again. Bad bunny. Holy shit. I Yes. Bro, what? I was so shocked. Like, he had a better match than some people on the indies. Like. Yo, like, le- like legitimately, like, yo, I- I'm a I'm a huge mark for the Canadian Destroyer. Homeboy hit a Canadian. Like, he never wrestled. Homeboy hit a Canadian Destroyer. Gypsy, I popped so hard for that spot. I was going nuts. I was, like, going, like, bonkers. I was like, what? what ho- he-, he did not just hit a fucking Canadian. Is this real? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I freaked out because I'm a huge Bad Bunny fan, so everyone was, like, kind of pissed about it. On the inside, I was kind of happy because I was like, I love Bad Bunny. Like, I want to see what he's going to do in the ring. And he, like, killed it. I was so proud. Yeah, I'm personally, I'm not a fan of his. I mean, I'm not really a fan of his now, and I definitely was not a fan of his before. He did not have my respect. He stepped into that ring. He he, he really exceeded my expectations. He has my respect now. If you hit a Canadian in your debut match, you got my respect automatically because holy shit. Like I said, I'm a huge mark for that. For that, uh, for that, for that, um, that move. Uh, let's talk about night two just a little bit before we talk about you. Uh, what are your thoughts on night two? Um, so night two, I thought it was okay. Like there wasn't anything that I was like, wow, this is great. I am like amazing. (laughs) There wasn't anything that I was like super pumped for, but it wasn't bad. I did kind of like the whole thing, Randy Orton thing. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Alexa Bliss now. A lot of people were very upset about that just because it looked like the Fiend got not, I don't want to say jobbed out to Orton, but like, there was no match. Nothing really happened. Alexa Bliss came out like with with that fucking ghoul dropping on her face. A, a lot of people think it's Sister Abigail. I think it's Sister Abigail. I was like, they has. I'm like, they had to bring in Sister Abigail. Now, we can only hope. We can only hope. But anyway, um, let's talk a little more about uh, Gypsy Mac. Uh, you know, talk about your training. What was that like when you first stepped into the ring for the first time? I was terrified. I was so scared. I was like, uh, this is going to probably hurt. Like, I'm going to probably hate it, but I can't, like, quit. And it wasn't, like, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like, once I was in there and I was rolling around and taking those bumps, like, I knew it's the only place I wanted to be. What was the first bump that, if you remember, because I I always ask these wrestlers this question, uh, what was the first bump that you actually took? Was it a back bump or... You know, more like running the ropes and then the back bump. So I think we ran the ropes first and that hurt. I wasn't expecting that to be the bad. ropes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I thought it was just like a little like wingy, but no. A little, <laughs> little bunch of little like rubber band, right? Just like a little soft rubber band that just bounces you right back. No, yeah. those hurt. <laughs> I thought it was going to be fun, but no, that, that was more painful than I thought. And out of the two, I took a back bump first, just a standing back bump. 
um i didn't breathe out so i kind of knocked my air out oh. a little bit yeah <laughs> knock, that knock the wind right out of you yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after that back bump were you like okay yeah this is where i i belong this is where I, this is what i want to do yeah like you grow a love for the pain that you feel in that ring like even though it hurts nothing feels better than being in there what was it like to you know keep going back to training uh were there times where you felt kind of discouraged like kind of were like i don't know if i want to do this or did you always have a positive mindset i'm not a very positive person <laughs> so i did have those moments where i was like man i should just quit like i don't want to do this anymore especially coming back from my knee injury there's been times where i'm like do i want to do this like i've gone through so much having knee surgery i tore my acl my meniscus like Oof. i had a really bad knee injury but there's just something that burns inside me that just tells me no like i can't quit i have to go back especially after that knee injury you had uh if you don't mind talking about it what what, what happened with that knee injury so <laughs> i went to a rave <laughs> Oh, and it was like a dubstep rave, so right. there was like it's more metal, so people like mosh. And I'm a huge, like, hardcore heavy metal chick, so I was like, Yeah, let's go and mosh, like, this sounds fun. I could, so I could tell by your appearance, yeah, you're like a heavy, like, <laughs> hardcore, but no, no problem. I'm a rocker, <laughs> rocker, it's, hey, all good, <laughs> but um, yeah, I went in there and I had a little bit too much to drink that night, and when I went to go push someone. Someone pushed me the other way and my knee just snapped. Oh, God. Yeah. So that was fun. I ended up being in the bar the rest of the night and just chilling. And then two weeks later, I was like, yeah, I feel fine. Let's try and like go in there and do some drill wrestling training. And I gave one of my training partners an arm drag and I just heard a pop and I fell. And that was. I tore everything. Fuck. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds awful. Uh, it sucked. It really, really did. Like at first I didn't think it was that bad after right. the concert, but no, after that arm drag, it definitely was bad. You like made it worse right after that. Oh yeah. But you like, you didn't feel anything like before training or did you feel a little something? Like it was kind of hurting, but I'm very stubborn. Yeah, so I was I, like, we no, we all are. We like, all could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, push through it. It's not that bad. Like, if it was that bad, the doctor would have told you not to be on your feet. Right. So I should have. I should have waited. <laughs> oh well, you know, like now you'll know not to go to a mosh pits anymore. You know, you gotta be more careful. Maybe not to have yeah. too much to drink. You know, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Do you? Do you? Uh, have you always been like a heavy hardcore metal fan? Who are some of your? I don't know anything about heavy metal or like hardcore metal i'm just gonna ask who are your favorite artists and bands even though i have no idea who you're talking about um yeah i mean i've been listening to this kind of music my entire life my dad was a huge 80 metal like person so i grew up listening to metallica iron maiden stuff like that but then when i was around like eight i got like my own music taste and i started listening to more like emo music and i <laughs> Yeah, I was listening to My Chemical Romance and stuff like that since I was, like, eight or nine. I grew up listening to them, which is really crazy. Yeah, I, I never, like, I, I work with kids for a living, and like, I never I would never hear a kid, like, say, so I listen to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> what? You're like, what is wrong with that child? I don't even know who they, like, first of all, how do you know who they are? And what? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's so crazy. <laughs> 
are you like a uh, like um do you like listening to like you know people screaming and like all that stuff like that kind of music too yeah i oh. actually wanted to be in a metal band when i growing up i wanted to be a screamer so i practiced vocals for a while but realized i wasn't that good so yeah. that dream died <laughs> well yeah people are like yeah don't quit your day job like yeah don't don't do yeah that. they're like don't they're like just stick to guitar though. <laughs> Six I, yeah. I I always I always find it fascinating how people can just have like such a bad day at like work or at school and then they're like I'm gonna go home and listen to music and then they just listen to like people screaming <laughs> at them. That would make me even more upset. Like what? I don't understand. It takes the aggression out for me. <laughs> to, you know, to each their own, to each their yeah. own, I guess. <laughs> Oh man, that's what people say to each their own. You know, I, I I'm not a big metal fan. I like I like alternative. I still listen to okay. like some 41 and like Blake 182, like 2002. Yep, I know. Yep. I know. Yep. Uh, I I just listened to Blake 182 earlier. But uh, let's talk a little more about your wrestling. You know, we talk about music all the time. Uh, after training, what was your first match like? Uh, how long did it take you to get booked into your very first match? So my very, very first time in a match was a battle royal, and that was maybe nine months into, no, I would say eight months or seven into training. Uh, that was fun. It was scary because they're like, hey, you're in the battle royal tonight. And I was like, okay. Cause I don't know if you've seen, I travel with Gino. I sometimes yep. work with him as his valet. But that night they're like, you know what? You know, you're ready to be in the ring. And I was like, okay, let's let's do this. And it was fun. I was in there with a lot of cool guys. They took care of me. They like made sure like, you know, nothing was going to happen. So it was fun. I had a lot of fun in that battle royal. I always hear stories because eight, eight, nine months, I, I think nine months to a year is, is, is perfect timing. Uh, you know, it, it takes a long time to train to be a wrestler. You know, it's not going to take you, you know, two months to, to train to be a wrestler. Uh, it takes a long time. And uh, a lot of people don't, don't realize that it doesn't take two months bro like you, you have to train like six months to a year uh what was your mindset like i know you said you were excited but like were you nervous were you like terrified like what was going through your mind when they told you hey you're in a battle royal gear up oh i was terrified i went up to like <laughs> some of my training partners and i was like they want me to do this and they have already had their match and they're like don't worry you're gonna be fine and i was like no I'm so nervous. Like, I remember even being backstage before I was supposed to come out to curtain. And I was like looking at, you know, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm going to throw up. And he's like, you'll be fine. And then just like pushed me out the door. <laughs> I had to go. Oh, man. How many people were there? Do you remember like the crowd? What was the atmosphere like? It was a pretty big crowd. It was uh, when I worked for Cactus League Wrestling and they always Cactus, got yeah. a pretty big draw. Yeah. Um, we had like some pretty big names on that card main eventing. So we had a sold out crowd it's cactus probably... sorry oh sorry reason? no worries no i was just gonna say like i think there was a couple of hundred people there that night is cactus still around as far as i know um they switched owners and they're gonna start something in the summer but i haven't heard anything in a while they're located in arizona if i'm not mistaken yeah and tucson is tucson and phoenix is where they mostly have their shows. you wrestle a lot up in phoenix and like in that area correct yeah arizona is mostly where i go but i have been to colorado texas i'm trying to make my journey out to like nevada and different places i want to go places i've never wrestled before there's actually a question we had from a fellow nerd they want to know when are you going to make your debut in las vegas 
I don't know. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> by the summer there, I was supposed to move out there and I wanted to go to school out there, but the pandemic happened, my knee surgery happened. So now I'm just trying to get back in the ring to get my footing again, but I'm hoping to start branching out by the summer, hopefully by like July. Hey, I'm a strong believer for uh, everything happens for a reason, you know, like maybe last year was not the right timing this year. This year could be it. This year could be your 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 extremely big break. Uh, you know, there's so much wrestling in the entire world, uh, all over the place. England, Germany, Australia. You know, especially the United States. Uh, independent wrestling is really taking over the world. Uh, I I feel like it started taking over in 2017, 2016. Would you agree? Yeah, I got back into. So I've been watching my whole entire life, but I stopped watching in middle school. I became like a emo kid and I was like, oh no, I don't like wrestling, but like I would secretly watch it with my grandma from time to time. <laughs> but um, I got back into it, I would say in 2016 and indies was really what brought me back because I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, neither did I. I mean, I discovered it in 2012, but I didn't realize like that I started, I discovered it in 2012 and then I really got like hardcore into it in like 2016. Yeah, one of my friends was like, oh, do you watch wrestling? And I was like, yeah, I used to watch it back in the day. He showed me, uh, showed me Bullet Club in ROH, and I yeah. was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it, <laughs> I just got hooked right back into it. And you're like, oh, my God, there's more wrestlers than just WWE? What is this? Yeah. Like, And then you just go on, like, a big hiatus of, like, not hiatus, but, like, a big uh, search spree of, like, ROH, and then it brings you to all these wrestlers and all those wrestlers, and you're like, what is New Japan? What is Impact? What <laughs> yeah. what what is what is all this? Like what is and what, see, I what is happening? Impact because I'm right. a huge Jeff Hardy fan, so I followed him when he went to Impact. But what freaked me out about the Indies was female wrestling. Because growing yeah. up, it was just like oh, bra and panty matches, and, right? Eh, like they weren't so great. It was like you know the popcorn break people took, and seeing these women on the Indies, I was like, oh my god, are these girls can go like they're actually wrestling yeah it, it, it's crazy how you said you went on like a kind of like a hiatus but like kind of stood watching wrestling in middle school i feel like middle school is when a lot of people discovered wrestling and you kind of stopped watching wrestling i stopped watching wrestling in high school then i picked it back up in high school uh when did you like actually just were like you know what fuck it i'm a wrestling fan wrestling is in my blood i'm gonna watch wrestling uh, I would say when my friend got me back into it, like 2015, 2016, that's when I was like, you know what? Like, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Right. I love this. Like, it's in my family. My uncle used, my great uncle used to take my dad and my uncle to wrestling events and they passed it on to me. And that's something I want to pass on to my niece and my nephew is taking them yeah. to shows. I get so jealous when, you know, I hear these, I interviewed a lot of wrestlers, as you know, and half of them are like, oh, I grew up watching wrestling with my family, you know, my dad loved it, my mom loved it, my whole family loved it, I'm like, man, you're lucky, I, I just discovered it out of nowhere, I'm the only one in my whole family who loves wrestling, everybody else absolutely hates it, they despise it, they think my podcast is cool that I talk to wrestlers, but like, they go like, yeah, whatever, hey, Justin likes wrestling, what? it's fake Justin, whatever, but know what, hush. Shh, <laughs> whatever don't, don't don't use that word okay don't say that word yeah. it's a bad no, bad, that's word. A bad that's, word it's a bad you can't say that i i remember i was interviewing somebody and uh jesse nolan and i was like what is your uh, what are your thoughts when the people use the f word to you about wrestling they're like so i don't understand i'm like fake 
what, what what are your reaction when people say wrestling's fake she goes oh i thought you meant the different f word i'm like no 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 <laughs> fake not that word yeah well what, um, what are your thoughts though when people well, say that word funny that you bring that up because my auntie was dating this guy and she was like oh you know my niece does wrestling and stuff and he's like oh like the fake shit and i was like and my knee was injured at the time. And I was just like, oh, you want to talk about fake? I, and then, like, I went off on him about, like, how, like, physical it is and how it's not fake. And, yeah, like, you know, it might be predetermined, but that's yeah, exactly. all it is. There's nothing fake about it. That ring Thank hurts. You. Those ropes hurt. I got DDT'd, like, my second week of practice and got, like, a small concussion. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, like, shit. it's not fake. No, I it, it, a lot of people are like, oh, just a trampoline, like canvas. Like, first of all, no, the fuck is not. Like, I'm, Gypsy, I'm, I'm not a wrestler. I will never be able to do what you guys do in that ring. Like, I give you guys so much praise because holy shit, you guys are fucking like human gods when it comes to wrestling. But like, I it, it sucks when non wrestling fans are like, oh, it's fake. But like, I, I just like you know shrug them off and everything you just got to keep doing what you're doing uh going back to the independence really quick like i said there's so much wrestling and so much independent wrestling everywhere where do you see yourself in the next five like five maybe two three three to five years where do you want to go my dream is to go all across the world i want to try and wrestle for chile in mexico i want to go out to japan and wrestle for the, those female companies out there are amazing yeah. I want to get booked on one of those so bad. And one of my friends actually just moved to the Netherlands. So I'm hoping to go visit him and go and wrestle out in England and learn a different style out there too. I always, I, I said uh, before I interviewed this girl from England, I said England has the best wrestling fans in the world. And I don't know if you agree, but holy shit, those fans are so, so unique when it comes to wrestling like they're just so happy to be there uh like i said there's so much wrestling it, you gotta come to connecticut i always tell people yo you gotta come to connecticut man come to the northeast we got some bangers up here yeah you're gonna have to try and get me on some promotions out there tell them um, i got you you know uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a power of social media it's a power of social media exactly it's like <laughs> i posted today on my status you know like when you get into this industry people don't tell you all the things that you have to do and like being a social media like influencer marketer that's like one of the biggest things it is it is and um i, I could tell and i'll tell people right now who are listening like you know it, especially for wrestlers it's huge but for me for me it's a lot of work too just in my podcast because you see me promoting the hell out of this like podcast the interviews all the time it's a lot of work it, it is a lot of work sometimes you won't get noticed but the more work you put in the the more people are going to recognize you and it, it's the same goes with everybody you know wrestlers uh you know singers what, what whatever whatever it is you know no, I agree. And you're a hustler. I'm like, I don't know who posts more. You or Gino? Like, you guys are always on my timeline. Oh Jesus! Well, well, well. Next time you gotta count like the like count Gino's <laughs> and count mine, and then just like let me know like, hey Justin, you had 15. Gino had 12. You won this week. <laughs> we'll we'll do it again week. next. But we'll do it again next week. Uh, That's so that, funny. That is awesome, uh, Gypsy. This has been so much fun. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm always looking for new podcasts and shows to hop on. Of course. You know, I definitely got to have you on and again in the near future. Uh, like I said, I've been trying to get you on for like over a year. And it is absolutely crazy that we were able to make this happen finally. And I'm so glad 
today today was awesome you are great like you you're awesome <laughs> I, I gotta have you on again for sure uh one last time drop those plugs where can those nerds find you so on Twitter, I'm at Gypsy Mac, M-A-C is how you spell my last name. And Instagram is the period Gypsy period Mac. There you go, nerds. Go follow Gypsy Mac on those social media platforms. This has been an episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.